dream is dawning, held in the holy waters. A global community of empathy and intelligence. We walk with one vision, enter the temple. three women from Behind the Hemp Temple and Temple podcast. Britt and I recently had a beautiful conversation with the divinely cosmic artist behind Delta Venus. Paige Hassabella lives in Melbourne, Australia and is a designer, artist and intuitive writer who channels her work visualizing concepts around meta-reality, non-dualism and the unified field. Her aim is to create space through her work for the experience of oneness. Paige's work takes you on a journey and shifts your consciousness as you engage with her art. We spoke about creativity in collaboration with cosmic forces, embracing the feminine within business, channeling, creating with intention, and art as a form of service. I hope you will receive gifts from our conversation. It was such a pleasure having Paige and her wisdom on the podcast. So Paige, we reached out to you for a new logo because we resonated with the frequencies of your work and I felt that it embodied the path forward um, in, in respect to the future being emerging of the subtle realms. So we co-created a space together uh, for you to actually channel this logo to come through and you quite literally channeled uh, you received messages from your guides and you even had my higher self behind you for a part of the process. And I was like, whoa, psychic women in business, this needs to be shared. <laughs> yeah, how potent. What an awesome experience to share with you. Um, in complete transparency, it was, it's been my first experience in business Um channeling in this space it was really awesome to see it sort of come into the business space and how much power could um be behind that so thank you for holding it for me <laughs> oh wow that's so big yeah so I guess I'd love to know your journey to this point mm. um such an interesting question. I never really know sort of, I hear myself answer this question in such different ways every time I do, you know, am I telling my life story? Is it a creative journey? But I suppose um, if is this spiritual journey for everyone, I think, right? And um, for me, I don't know, I've been on it my whole life, I guess. It's been really the most interesting over the last 10 years whilst um you know, I think I've been probably more consciously aware of the process, but um, creativity has definitely worked hand in hand with my spiritual practice and um, probably only in the last maybe 12 months have I started to recognise um, 
what channeling even is. <laughs> I've been really, really blessed to have a few incredibly strong channels um, connect with me and just hearing them speak about their own experience and how channeling has um, worked for them has really, uh, I guess, given me the language to understand what I was experiencing and um, to differentiate between, you know, what I'm creating for myself or when I am channeling and, um, it's been a really awesome journey to guess, get, guess get to this point that I'm at now where I'm really just starting. I feel like I'm in that initiation sort of period where I'm just um, opening up into what this means for me and how I create and show up in the world and how I can serve the collective through that. Mm. So powerful. What, what rituals or practices or even insights from the the channels that you connect with uh, use or practice to kind of open up this space for yourself? Yeah, um, great question. I de meditation is an obvious, like, uh, I think when I'm not meditating, I notice I can't connect with my channels. So that's like a really fundamental part of my practice um, that I like to try and take pretty seriously. Um, and just building on that, I wouldn't, I'm really... Um, deliberate about you know not a guided meditation that's not it's not really like an active space it's a really emptying stillness space and that seems to sort of be um if I can show up in that place of like artist stillness um then there's lots of channels ready to connect um but you know if I'm just asking for a channel to connect with me and I'm not in that space it's a bit um you can't just click it on and off um, but and I guess uh, I really love a sensory deprivation tank. I probably jump in the tank every oh, two or three weeks if I can. I'd love to go more frequently than that, but that seems to be sort of, um, I feel like the tank for me is a little bit like, I want to say how maybe some um, people would go and visit someone for a facial I don't personally do this but I see as that sort of same practice of oh you know you really need to like do that little bit of extra work and clear things out but aside from that I use a lot of um oracle cards and divination practices I douse with a pendulum if I'm having a little bit of difficulty sort of getting clarity from any of the messages coming through um, and other than that, just, you know, walking, being present in my life, connecting with the energy of animals and children and, yeah, just grounding myself in that. Beautiful. And I'd love to know if, yeah, if when you're doing those practices, if art's coming through or if it's like when you sit down and then the art comes out. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, I've been thinking about this a lot this week, actually. It happens sort of in both different ways. So in my dreams quite a lot, I will like clearly see, um, you know, like forms and shapes and colours and it's the same situation in the tank, um, which is why I love the tank. I know it's a bit of a strange space to find yourself in with like zero sensory input, but for me that seems to be where just I'm flooded with images and I suppose my job's just to try and grasp at something and bring it through. But um I'd say when I'm actually sitting down to channel a piece like I did for your logo, it was, it's more um, not, I don't consciously have something that comes through and then I'm trying to recreate it. It's almost like I'm in this trance state where it's just happening and it's, uh, you know, my hand will reach for this is pink and there's not like a knowing that it's, it's not a conscious thought that, oh, this is meant to be pink. It's just, it is. And it's happening before I even sort of realize that I'm creating it. 
that's so so beautiful and your art your art is very ethereal and you have a really strong message that comes through is there was there a point when you felt like wow I'm I'm actually a leader in this space you know on 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 social media and I I have a, a really important message to share which I feel is really just asking people to go within but was there a point where you're like whoa like my work is powerful what I have to say is powerful and I'm being asked to step forward as a leader um yeah I mean I hear some of the that wording I feel resistance to because I'm like oh I don't know if I am a leader you know I obviously have the human doubts and all of um my ego coming into play with lots of bits and pieces. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm um, any different from anyone else. But there was a very clear moment when spirit spoke to me and sort of told me what I'm here to do. And um, I guess that I had resisted it being art for quite some time. I really wanted to be a meditation teacher. I wanted to sit down and speak to people. I wanted to work with people, you know, as a guide or a teacher and, just in a really um, strong experience that I had, I was sort of told like, nope, this is how you're doing it. It's art, it's always been art. And I'm going to speak through you in this way. And it's sort of your job to get out of my way and let me do my work through you, Um, which is hard for me sometimes. You know, every now and then my ego will come back in and be like, I don't know about this piece, I don't really like it. And I sort of have to be like, well, get over yourself. It's not about you actually, You're, you're delivering this for everyone else and, someone else might need this and you're just here to do the work. So um, in that sense, it's kind of nice, you know, to remove yourself from the picture a little bit and it gives me a bit more of a sense of, uh, like, purpose to serve. Mm-hmm. And I notice you, you explore the unified field. Can you talk a little bit about what the unified field is for you? Yeah, um, I think about, well, the unified field for me is everything, right? I'd say consciousness is a blanket term. I like to think of the unified field where um, maybe our like mental sense of barriers is dissolved a little bit and everyone can experience themselves as everything. Um, and so uh, for me, like you, you would feel, you would experience the unified field in meditation. I'm sure if you have like a strong plant medicine experience or dancing, you know, in communion with others, we all know that like shared frequency where you're sort of feeling the energy around you. Um, and I guess I'm trying to explore visually giving people the experience of that um, by meditating on an image or how can I sort of create that experience um, in a space or with an art piece so that um, that can be felt because ultimately I feel like the unified field is quite a felt experience and it's something that's kind of hard to understand if you know you read about it or you're in a course learning about it or something it, I feel like it, um, it's just definitely more penetrative when we've experienced it. Mm. Do you feel it's um, talking about like the polarities of masculine and feminine where do you feel like within yourself you have to navigate these energies to do your work like perhaps like opening up that feminine 
channel and then like leaning into the masculine energy to kind of actually create and how you go between those two poles? Oh, that's a good question too. You know what? I'm probably really um, fortunate that that uh, balance plays out really naturally in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a super creative person and, I, you know, typically I would say I'm only learning in the last like, couple of years about connecting with my feminine side, even though I've always been a creator. So I'm sort of, you know, it's always been there, but I'm a super type A organised, like very do get things done sort of person so I think I'm really blessed with this um I don't have to do too much work to sort of balance out one or the other they sort of interplay really nicely in my life but I can see if you had one side or the other sort of um playing out it would be a pretty tricky task to try and you know either create something or to pull something through um into the material it's a strange interplay but one that you've got to get just right (laughs) yeah and like catching what you just said bringing bringing it through to the physical I recently had a a psychic reading with a woman and she said like you know for her she just gets to sit in spirit and channel the messages whereas for yourself and myself and Anna and Izzy we're actually having to bring this into the physical space yeah what is that what is that like membrane or threshold where like it can actually come through it's like are we manifesting it? Are we letting it be? It's really, it's a really interesting space. It is a really interesting space. I mean, particularly, you know, if we're bringing back in that business sense, I'm thinking, you know, for you to create a garment that, that's then being worn, there's so many processes that you have to move through. And I'm sure there's some, you know, particularly when we're looking at like manufacturing and actually like having product and things like that, it can sort of lose the essence that it initially felt like it had when the idea was coming through. And I think it's a really sticky space to then be reminding yourself, like, what was the intention here? And, oh, I know I'm having to try and figure out, um, you know, like economics of what I'm creating here and is this viable financially and all of these other factors when still ultimately you're just trying to deliver this, like, beautiful energy essence to the person at the end who's going to be experiencing it in some way. And mm. it's a really interesting space to navigate all the steps between that, mm. for sure. Yeah, yeah, it is like a constant dance and just like what you said, checking in with that intention. We're constantly yeah. doing that. And, yeah, do you have that with your work at all, like any questioning or is it just like this flow and like how do you – how do you find like the people that are attracted to your work? Are they kind of on your on your mm-hmm. vibration as well? And like, are you getting really positive feedback from from like customers? Um, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's the more I surrender to the work, the more I feel like I'm attracting the tribe, which is crazy to me because I think. Um, you know, at some, I'm sure everyone's felt this in the creative process. At some point, we're all sort of like creating what we think the world needs <laughs> instead of what, you know, is our sort of unique expression of creation. And it's this weird point, I think, um, this, I, I'm like, my individual expression, like, what kind of strange, <laughs> who would interact with this? You know what I mean? It's sort of wild to think in this big world with your, like, strange nuances that are anything that there could even be anyone that connects with it. But, um 
I'm sort of finding like ultimately people who are connecting with like the energy and intention of something and it's sort of um, like the specific, you know, for me, it's like if a colour or a font in a design or something specific like that, it sort of becomes a little bit irrelevant because I think people are more connecting with the energy of it. So, yeah, I would say I sort of like post-it notes all over my desk that have little prompts to make sure that I'm just always connecting with that intention and energy and um, I have a few little questions to make sure that I'm not letting my ego get in the way or cause any sort of issues during the process, which is good. What are your questions? Is, is uh, well, my main one that I've had on um, my desk this week is, is this piece aligned with the highest vibration of the collective? Mm-hmm. Um, there, oh, I'm trying to think of what other ones, sorry, my desk is in the far corner, I can't really see it at the moment, but yeah, always just ones, I guess, that are, uh, making me check in for like what's this for what's my why reason where are we at (laughs) yeah it's so it's so beautiful do you um do you have like I know you have a little dog (laughs) (laughs) yeah hello (laughs) and do you have like any other people in your immediate space that um are walking this path with you or um, perhaps a bit um, new to this world and you're having to really hold the light and the space and the, the channels and people are like, wow, like what, what's Paige doing, you know? Is, <laughs> is that in your life or do you have a big support network? It's really, uh, that's it. It's re- I'm in a really interesting space in regards to this question at the moment. Um, probably like a year and a half ago, I had a really strong message through um, someone else that came to me that was sort of like, pay attention to whoever is coming into your field in the next year or so because they're here for the next sort of period and to help you do some big work. Um, And I have been really blessed with some incredible um, guides and friends from all over the world, which I'm super grateful, you know, for Instagram and the internet for this because I wouldn't have been able to connect with them otherwise. But um, as far as in my immediate reality, I probably don't have that sense of, you know, I see you guys get to commune with one another and I'm like, wow, that must be really powerful. And um, I am very lucky to have a couple of women in my life who are, you know, I get to see on a regular basis. But outside of that, um, it's a very... Uh, digital it feels like that world of uh, my community is in the ether a little bit more than it is um, manifest in my reality so it's a really um, interesting intersection I guess because I do spend a lot of time interacting with people in my physical reality that probably have no idea what I'm doing half the time or how I think about the world or what my processes are and um, you know I think um, it's become a really uh important and appreciated part of the process for me because it just keeps it keeps that part of me that's thinking about how does this serve in this physical material experience that I'm having right now and you know the general public that might not be thinking about life in this way or active in this space or you know living in daily awareness I guess it's almost almost having having it not in your physical keeps you somewhat grounded to the to the world yeah it's a it's a good anchor right you know I had um one of one of my beautiful channel friends sort of 
remind me the other day, like my partner is really um, grounded in earth and like super logical. And, you know, she sort of helped me to realize the other day I, without that, I couldn't have a partner that mirrored, you know, my same energy. I need somebody that can, you know, change the oil in the car or do some of those real life jobs that seem a little bit flighty for me to grasp onto. Um, So there's always that nice balance. And I think too, um, you know, uh, my work isn't, is I think probably like not for uh, somebody who's already well down the path, you know, that might be a nice affirmative like comfort for them. But ultimately I'm sort of, always trying to create for people that are entering the space or maybe still totally in a sleep state and trying to just trigger a little spark that might help them to start to think about things in a different way. Mm. So interesting because like for, for us to choose you, I was like, when I was looking at your work, I was like, fire out, man, this is like really high vibrational stuff and I was like if we I showed the girls I was like what do you think about us moving into this space for our business like I feel like this is like the future and um I was it was like we had to really think about it like is this actually us and then we said yes and then you and then we started this communication and then you sent through the logos and they like hit us smack in the face and the energy was like stand up and be in your power because you've got work to do and we were like far (laughs) out so hectic like what have we done (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it and it was it really initiated such or not even it in it the the initiation was already happening for the three of us, but this logo accompanied accompanied and held our hand through the initiation. It was like a confirmation Mm -hmm. that this was really real. And like, then we like changed our, changed our logo, like on Instagram. And by the time we had actually changed the logo, I was like, Oh, I feel it. Like I fully feel it. And like, I'm ready. I'm ready. And we've had like logo and name changes um, three times now. And I feel like brands get so stuck in like their identity. And there's a beautiful movement with Richard Rudd called Gene Keys. And he said, true business will also evolve. Like you can't not evolve. Your business can't not evolve. And yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. But. Um, maybe I could just jump in and say there was also a big thing that you gave to us was colour. Mm. Um, we Our business is quite like, um, what's the word, just like subtle, subtle colours and this logo was like a boom and like a fire almost. Mm. And I feel like that's such a gift because you're an artist and you work with colour. And so I was wondering... Yeah, do you feel like colour has this real, like, these healing properties? Absolutely. You know what? If you scrolled far back enough into my Instagram, people used to call me the black and white artist. Like, I never used colour. I only painted these, like, monochromatic black and white sort of botanical pieces. Um, And I had the same sort of feeling that you had about, um, you know, 
Brett, as you've just sort of described that maybe not being there with it almost until you sort of felt the moment afterwards where it's like, oh, okay, I'm here now. And I had maybe, would have been, maybe the start of last year was when I started sort of creating in the space that I am now. And it's like, I was terrified of all of the color when it first came through. I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. <laughs> but my experience of spirit is certainly not black and white, you know, and it's just like every time I've been blessed to have this vision of, you know, what we as a collective look like um, outside of how we see ourselves now, you know, in a little bit more of an abstract space. It's so beautiful and there's so much colour and I think colour has so much frequency in it that... Um, it would be a shame for a business as powerful as yours not to be harnessing it, you know, like it's so needed. <laughs> Colour is awesome. But that was definitely a strong message that was coming through um, from in uh, that was being channeled through as I was creating your pieces, which, uh, you know, in, in a business space then I have the client brief. I can see what you guys were already using with your brand and I think um, it's a strange space as the person sort of delivering to have this really strong voice being like they need more color like this this is big this is way bigger than everyone realizes like you need to sort of push it forward and you know my little ego coming in being like who are you to be <laughs> telling people that they need to push things forward and it's <laughs> always that trust right I'm just like okay like I've heard this loud enough now that I feel like I need to pass it on and you know I'm really grateful that you held the space that I felt safe to do that because there's a lot of interactions that where that might happen in a business interaction for me and I, and I won't express it because the space isn't there to do that so it's a really nice conjunction between what we're both doing here I think and it's really I'm really passionate about psychics and channels being in business mm. and now I feel like there's this like really profound wave coming through of because for Isabella Anna and myself so much of our business has come through the dream state and people are like how did you get here and it's like um we just slept <laughs> <laughs> And drank coffee. <laughs> and how um, a, a, a friend of mine said he wanted to go into politics because he wanted to change the world. And then he realised that actually going into business was going to change the world a lot quicker. What I'm trying to say is, like, perhaps if you could share your wisdom or your words for any kind of being out there that's like a channel or a psychic who are like contemplating stepping into the business realm that are being told to enter the business realm what they should do to trust themselves and what what kind of what kind of liberation did you feel when you finally decided to you know not be the meditation teacher not be the guide but to actually step into a space of business and art mm. um I feel like there's two sides to this, right? Because probably for a lot of people, if you're already, you know, feeling like you understand your intuition and or your abilities and you're looking to move into business, like I would say the thing to say to them is do it. There's a big misconception, I think, that you can't be spiritual and make money or intersect like those two things. And they, there's, 
you know, it's just energy, right? And I think once you can see what you're doing and bring it into a space where it's being able to be experienced by others, like that's ultimately, you know, why you've been given any gift that you have. But for my side of things, which is, was a bit more like in business and maybe not really knowing where it was safe to bring my intuition into business or how I did that, you know, like signing off kind regards and things. It's been a really interesting journey over a number of years to sort of um, show up in a real space and um, that felt aligned for me. And all I can say is that it's like terrifying to do it and I'm, I, I, it takes a lot of courage and I think everyone has the courage and I think everybody is intuitive and all I can say is that when you move through the discomfort of that fear the universe totally meets you, you know, like I was ready to show up in an aligned way and to do the work that I wanted to do this year. And the very first job that came through my doorway was with you guys. And it was such a big hug from the universe to be like, you know, fuck yeah, let's do this. Don't, you don't have to keep working with people that aren't aligned for you. Like they're not for you. Someone else is for them and they'll be a great match for each other. But it's sort of, um, it's almost like just like leap and you'll be caught or like step in the path will reveal itself sort of thing that it's like yep if you feel like you know you have these if you're feeling the intuition just like don't doubt yourself listen to it follow it it's there to guide you (laughs) yeah so many golden nuggets in there yeah and it's like together together we're dismantling an old paradigm of business where like, you know, even in our our emailing back and forth, it was like, like this feels so aligned, like the time that we're sending our emails through. And I was like going to screenshot our emails and share it on our story because I was like, people need to see that it's okay to be yourself in business emails. Mm. Yeah. And well, so- even just you, I mean, I was moving during the process of us doing this interstate during a pandemic, getting locked down in places and it was like, just I can't even express how grateful I felt you know to be in an aligned business partnership where that was recognized you know I was like okay take your time like we know moving's gonna take a lot out of you and I think you know I'm working on a job right now that's almost like the shadow of our experience together and it's really highlighting to me like oh okay no there's there is certainly like unaligned business and aligned business and I think it just takes a lot of like clear boundary setting and saying no, you know, to a lot to sort of clear the way for whatever your yes is and aligned work. Yeah. And with people that, you know, ultimately I think we're all just trying to match with people that have a similar why reason that we do, right, or that are here to do the same sort of work that we're doing and we all have the ability to collaborate in that way. It's just finding your tribe. Yeah, finding your tribe and... And that the earth, the earth and this mass awakening is, is why, we're, why we're doing it. It's almost like you need to tell people that want to work with you, are you ready to be activated? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> In your email bar. Yeah, <laughs> activating businesses. Yeah. For sure. And, you know, like uh, it's just we're just bringing our humanness back into business. I was sort of like saying this to my mum last week. I'm like, why is everyone's lost their humanness in business? And I'm like, I don't want to speak to you. Like 
you know, if I, I think about for me, I will, I will work with printers or like different people like that to help me along the process. But I'm like never forgetting that this is a person who has their set of emotions and their life story and their struggles that are showing up every day and that what they're doing here isn't their whole life and I'm not just speaking to them like this is an encounter that we're having right here. It's sort of, you know, when you bring your humanity into what you're doing, then it's a lot easier to just remember why we're all here. And I don't think everyone's here to work, <laughs> but I think our work can totally serve why we're here. Yeah, totally. totally. Yeah. Yeah. I just read about a tribe um, in South America and they didn't have a word for work because everything everything was work and everything wasn't work. And it was just like what you are doing is the work. And I just thought that was so beautiful. It wasn't like having to label it. It was just like it's a part of us. Like we, we, we are here to work, but work doesn't have to be this like horrendous thing that we don't want to do and that is around people that we don't want to be around. And obviously like um, – some people are doing work that they don't want to be doing, but I think just having this conversation and like to inspire that there is another path is so is so important. And it's not like drop everything that you're doing, guys, but it's like, hey guys, there's actually this this more beautiful way that we can step into and it's super it's super available if we yeah, yeah if we trust. It's so it's just so much trust, right? I feel like I wish everybody who is in aligned work could share their, hey, this is my, you know, for me, probably like a seven-year-long journey with lots of struggles and decisions and no's and a big process, but I'm here and, you know, everyone can be here. Everyone has their perfect work that they're meant to be doing for them. And exactly like you said, that doesn't feel like work. I never sit down to create a piece of art and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this again, like, great, you know, and it's... I hate to bring that corny, what is it that, you know, if you find the work that you love, you'll never work a day in your life, but it's really true. It's just what's what's a Monday or weekends and just all feels like you're doing what you're meant to be doing, I guess, finding that purpose-driven work. Yeah, and it's like, it's like being channels and being psychic. We sit down and we either clear or we are guided to inspiration. So, like, for me, I'm constantly reading poetry and investigating art and being inspired by activists, and that's my work, but that's actually what I love doing. And it's translating through the hemp temple into hemp clothing which is a which actually vibrates at the same frequency as like clear quartz. And you know, we didn't know that in the beginning. So it's just this like beautiful unfolding and stumbling of like doing what you love. And Anna, Izzy and myself, we just would drink coffee and eat avocado on toast, like and have business meetings before we even had a business. Because yeah. we were like, this is what we love doing. Yeah. That's it. Hey. Yeah. Like, what do you find yourself? I almost feel like, uh, like, look at your YouTube viewing or whatever it is. Like, find whatever you're low-key binging on in all of your spare time. And that's what you should be doing. Like, do that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And I, or on a more, like, practical, serious situation, 
what you felt coming through was community and what we really feel coming through is community and what you said Anne about you know these tribes they don't have the word work because they're already in this like coherent um, co-creative space of existence and we can't not work unless we come together Mm. because we need we it's not it's like moving from codependency to interdependency it's like that's when we're really going to feel liberated in our not working working yeah absolutely oh it's like the you know my partner doing the oil change everyone everyone's got their different strengths and abilities right and I think you're totally not going to feel that expansion without having a community of people that all bring their strengths to the table and fulfill the needs that need to be filled so yeah it's an exciting space to be moving into and interesting uh I hear this feels like a really big collective keyword at the moment community um and just interesting that it's sort of arising during a pandemic like I almost feel like the pandemic is a like a gift that's magnified the need for community probably more so than we were already feeling it prior to this, which is good. Mm. Totally, especially with, um, you know, a large percentage of, of people not wanting to get vaccine, not wanting to get the vaccination, which is somewhat going to bind together people that, you know, in Australia it's not as bad, but in other countries, like, you know, they're not allowed to get on public transport. It's like, well, if you don't want the vaccine, you're going to have to find your tribe. And more likely than not, that tribe is going to hold similar values to you. And we're naturally going to figure out how to exist outside of the old structure. Absolutely. And, you know, I feel like we're probably skipping a step here, maybe because we've already moved through it, but there's a massive step around like our framework of thinking around productivity and you know particularly like how that fits into modern day capitalism and has run for like you know a hundred years now where it's I think people need a lot of permission to even accept you know that reading poetry might be working for you and part of your process rather than you know oh I should be doing something that I know can rear a result that's tangible to me and that's been a really interesting space for me to move through because I've you know I was really brought up with that like work 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 all the time like constantly be doing something productive and then have a little bit of rest and sleep and then start again and do that so I've had to sort of um, really give myself permission to you know, redefine what work looks like and what rest looks like and accepting that rest and downtime is also part of this process of working. So, um, yeah, I feel like we'll see that, like, that be quality of our society sort of be dismantled in the process of all of this community being built, building as well. And we see this so much in the East already, you know, where a whole tribe of people in a community are all codependent with their different skills and so there is time for rest because once you've done your part in it then you've contributed and you don't have to be waking up at 7am and going to bed at 10pm and non-stop clicking away at a computer to do more than is necessary yeah yeah exactly so it's like it's going to take these like 
profound conversations and your artwork and channeling and psychic and intuition in business to really break and dismantle a paradigm. And I think it's such a profound space to be in that like almost brings tears to my eyes that we are it and that people listening to this conversation are it. Mm. Like everyone listening, you guys are the change and like far out, man. We're so lucky. Yeah. So lucky. What a beautiful time, right? Like we all incarnated here during a transition. Hell yeah. (laughs) It's like this is going to, in 500 years, this conversation is going to be like, what the hell? Like how are they? Like come on, guys, get on board. And that's, you know, I think if we had the beautiful clarity of hindsight, we wouldn't be so afraid to take the leap. But it's like just jump. Like if we all jump, we're all there. (laughs) Let's do it. Yes, everyone jump. Paige, it's been so beautiful talking to you. And, yeah, our, for our community that are listening, uh, your Instagram is Delta Venus. That's the one. Yeah. And is there any other ways or any other um, platforms that you present yourself on? Um, not just yet. My Probably my Instagram and my website are the places to go. Anything on my website you'll catch on my Instagram. So trying to keep it simple for now. <laughs> Thank you so much for today. Yeah, having me. Thank you so much, community, for taking space to listen. We hope you go and feel Paige's artwork. You can also see the logo we were discussing on our The Hemp Temple Instagram page. So much gratitude and love.